Today's episode is brought to you by Get Your Guide. Want to make your next trip unforgettable? There's an easy way to do that. Book a Get Your Guide travel experience. No matter where your travels take you, Get Your Guide offers the best way to connect with your destination. Choose from over 100,000 travel experiences in the U.S. and around the world with Get Your Guide. Whether it's the Sherlock Holmes tour in London, the night helicopter flight over Las Vegas, or whitewater rafting in the Grand Canyon, whatever you're into, you'll find an experience you love. Discover and book your next unforgettable travel experience at GetYourGuide.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Today's episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor, featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Your dream setup, amazing prices, and free shipping await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind. My name is Robert Lamb. And I'm Julie Douglas. Julie, do, do you hear music? Do you hear music just now? Like a little uh, kind of electronic uh, kind of beat kind of bow thing going on? Bow? Well, not but, but Well, there was, the, you know, there's kind of a beat to it. and. Oh, yeah, that's that's our intro music. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, that then that makes sense. I can breathe. Yeah, a, you're, you're not crazy. Breathe a sigh of relief there. Um because uh, as uh, as we're going to discuss in this podcast, as we attempt to uh, uh, try something a little new, blow your mind in fifteen minutes or less, yeah, um, there are these things called musical hallucinations. Which is okay. So you're not like having a hallucination, right, like about a, Annie the musical, right? We, yeah, you do not. You're not hallucinating that Daddy Warbucks is coming up to you and like giving you a cookie, <laughs> and you're having and you're having to chase uh, dogs through the streets or anything. That's no. good because that would be really frightening. <laughs> Daddy Warbucks is awesome. We're yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but no, it's not a visual hallucination. Okay, good. But it's more like you're, say, you're just sitting there, uh, you know, in your living room alone or in your hospital bed alone, and you you just keep hearing the sun will come out tomorrow. The sun will come out tomorrow, just over and over again. Over and over head. again, and yeah. nobody else can hear the song. Yeah, and you're like, you know, pulling at nurses and saying, "Do you hear that? Do you hear uh, the sun will come out tomorrow? When when will this song end?" And then all of a sudden, you're injected with something, and yeah. And it's not an earworm. It's not like, you know. Yeah. And, and you're not schizophrenic either, right? 
Right. Uh, though in, in schizophrenia, they do well. In, in, in schi- schizophrenics uh, often experience, uh, or in some cases, experience what's called a, a pseudo hallucination, a pseudo. Uh, um, Musical a hallucination, hallucination within a hallucination. No, no, no. A pseudo hallucination is when you you know that it's not coming from the world. Like you're not fooled by it. Okay. You, so it's a situation where you're not saying, "Whoa, who's playing that music?" You're like, "There's this music, and it's not real, and it's you know, it's clearly not coming from some sort of outside force." Okay, so that's just like the background music to hallucinations if yeah. you're schizophrenic. But if you're not schizophrenic, it just seems to be coming out of nowhere, right? right? It seems like it's coming out of the stereo. Yeah. Now. It's also important to note that some auditory hallucinations are normal, like especially when you're just as you're waking up in the morning or mm-hmm. going to sleep at night. Uh, you, um, you, you, there's a chance you'll hear something that's not real. Uh, but if you're hearing it elsewhere in the day, like like I say, just at noon, you haven't been asleep or anything, and okay. you're hearing a song, then then that's where you probably need to go to a doctor. And this is a real thing. This is a real thing. You're yeah. not making this up. This no, is not, no. not a joke podcast. Well, and this is the thing that I, I think is troublesome is it's mostly found in the elderly population, right, with with hearing loss. Yes. Which is, I mean, it's kind of like, all right, you're getting older, you're getting hard of hearing, and then all of a sudden you have this loop of music that you can't stop. That seems terribly depressing. Yeah, one of the stats I was looking at is one in about 10,000 people over the age of 65 experience these. And uh, and again, it's commonly elderly people with hearing problems. There's this uh, guy, Dr. Uh, Victor uh, Aziz. Yes. Yeah, not to be confused with the comedian, of uh, St. Caddock's Hospital in Wales. Uh, and he studied musical hallucinations in 30 patients. And he found that, indeed, they generally occur in patients around 73 years old, 88% women, uh, well, I mean, women live longer, so I can't help but think that probably. Right. Yeah. Correlates with that. Yeah. Uh, 77% live alone and, uh, and many of them had hearing impairment. Right. Right. And I actually was looking at the Journal of Neurology, Neurosurgery and Psychiatry, and they had a couple examples of this. Um, they were both women that were in 75 and 80. Um, but the one, the 80 year old nun, she was a retired school teacher and she had actually had a deafness or a level of deafness for like 40 years. Mm-hmm. But then she happened to hear, um, ringing and buzzing in her ears. And then she heard a really loud, intense noise that was coming from traffic. Or so she reported. And several hours later, she became aware of an intense noise in her head. And she said it was like a boiler factory. And this was followed by the perception of someone singing jingle bells. Boiler factory. I think that's a drum and bass group. I I know. I kept thinking boiler factory. What does a boiler factory sound like? You know, (laughs) Um, I mean, it just sounds like a cauldron of soup. um, Was interesting in the uh, the study that Aziz did, they actually um, uh, nailed down the most common songs that these uh these older oh, people yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the number one was who let the dogs out and then number two was uh um uh, was an alan parsons project song and no mm-hmm. i'm just kidding yeah but yeah. uh no it's like the one of the big ones was like an old like um uh religious tune called abide with me don't know it yeah but apparently it was big back in the day so because that's the thing it, it the the it's, they're kind of like earworms in the sense that they are that you're going to you're going to have musical hallucinations of songs that you've heard before, mm-hmm. songs you've probably liked or you've just heard over and over again throughout your life to the point of nausea, you know. Right, right, because there's there's the memory part of the brain, especially in, in people who have some level of deafness, that are reconstructing this strong, this song, right? Yeah. Um, and we, we'll get into it a little bit later about why that is, uh, why it's going haywire, so to speak. But I also wanted to mention that um, epileptic seizures, certain medications, and Lyme disease are a few of the factors that might set this off as well. So yeah. you don't necessarily have to be 
elderly with some uh, level of deafness. You could have had some sort of procedure. Um, actually, this happens too. Uh, there was one man who had a um, heart operation, and then he woke up later mm-hmm. and began to hear. Wasn't it like Eva Prone? Uh, don't cry for me, Argentina. Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of great and awful at the same time. Um, so it's not just, you know, you don't have to be deaf to do this. This is, this happens. Yeah. And again, Lyme disease. So check for ticks because <laughs> otherwise you might wind up having, uh, can't get no satisfaction over and over again in your head until you go completely mad. Yeah. You know, I have to keep thinking about this, like the, the generations to come, if this happens to them, will they have like Justin Bieber, like baby, yeah. baby you know, baby, baby. Sorry. It'll, it'll be that, um, Lady Gaga song will be. Yeah. 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 Uh, I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've pushed it far enough with Justin Bieber. This presentation is brought to you by Intel, sponsors of tomorrow. So, yeah, you have this happening mainly with the elderly population and with people uh, who are have had some sort of deafness. Um, but both of the patients that I talked about, the 75-year-old woman who had something similar in which she had old hymns and the 80-year-old woman who was the former nun who had jingle bells, both of them could replace these hallucinations willfully with songs, other songs, or prose of their own choosing um, by concentrating. Oh, wow. So they just kind of like... It's like an internal iPod, and you just like think hard enough, and you can skip to a different track. Yeah, and one of them could actually slow it down too. Oh, that sounds kind of nightmaric. I know. Yeah, yeah, time for that. You know that that where you think that you're hearing um, the devil's voice saying. I mean, I would have these night terrors, or they're kind of like night terrors when I was a kid. Where it would be Fred Sanford speaking really slowly. No, you didn't. Yes, I'm serious. I'm not making that up. It didn't happen long, but it would like it happened a couple of times, and it was scary because you wake up and it's just like Romont and all this stuff. And, and I mean, I can't even do it. It's like slow motion, as if Fred Sanford were speaking through a fan. Are we talking about Sanford and Son here, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Red Fox. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, just for clarification. So yeah, slowing down Jingle Bells sounds horrifying. Yeah, it could be very much. Yeah. Um, so you know, I guess the question is, why does it happen? Yes. And uh, and re- researchers believe that uh, that that these hallucinations may actually, you know, it comes down to disruptions in uh, the communication pathways yeah. between the sensory centers in the neocortex of the brain and the reticular formation. So it's, um, for instance, uh, PET scans that they've, yes. uh, they've done. They found that uh, the patients that are suffering from these musical hallucinations, all right, it, uh, it it lights up the same areas of the brain that are lit up by listening to music. Okay. So the brain is actually stimulating itself to uh, to get the to get this music to get these sounds going, uh, uh, and it's retrieving them from the patient's memory. Okay, and this is in the elderly population yes. with levels of deafness. Okay, so they're having the same parts of their brain light up as of someone who with normal hearing. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess the the problem is then that the it doesn't activate the primary auditory cortex, which is the first stop for sound in the brain. Right. So when they're hallucinating, they're only using parts of the brain that are responsible for turning simple sounds into complex music. And so these regions, these music processing regions, may be continually looking for signals in the brain that they can interpret. Yeah. And that's where it goes kind of haywire, right? Yeah. I kind of get the, I guess the way I tend to, to sort of interpret it, though, it's, it's kind of like the, the brain is like, hey, we really need to listen to Alan Parsons Project's uh, Eye in the Sky song. Huh. But we can't. 
we can't find it and we can't actually hear it. <laughs> go in the, go into the memory. See what you can find. Let's drag that out and let's, let's listen to it, uh, inside. See, and I think that's fascinating. It, it, it's trying to match the impulses to the memories of music, mm-hmm. right? But it's the, not all the hardware is there. Um, so it is that sort of mental malfunction with these random impulses that are generated by the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I mean, this could also explain why so many of the sufferers happen to be deaf or hearing impaired, because they their stimuli deprived hearing centers of the brain have become so hypersensitive to these impulses. Huh. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. Um, did you know about the OCD factor? Uh, no, I don't think I ran across that. It's pretty interesting. It's a study by Dr. Hagai Harmesh, and he presented a link between musical hallucinations and OCD. Huh. So um, his researchers examined people with a bunch of mental disorders, bipolar, um, depressive disorder, uh, OCD, panic disorder, schizophrenia, uh, social phobia, and so on and so forth. And of those groups, none ranked as high in instances of musical hallucinations as those patients with OCD, 41% as compared to 26% in uh, schizophrenics, which I thought was really interesting because there's this sort of uh, repetitive thought element to it, which is a hallmark of OCD. Right. So it's it's like instead of washing your hands, it's that song. It's that. Yeah. You're you're scrubbing your brain with this song over (laughs) and over again. Um, so that actually has been really useful for doctors because they begin to use SSRIs to try to treat it um, if it happens to fall on the OCD marker. Uh-huh. Um, so they think that they might be able to alleviate it a little bit that way because um, if if you can you know ramp down those OCD um, elements of it, then the thought is then maybe you could quiet the repetitive right. nature of the song. Now, given sufficient hearing. Um- I understand they've also been able to use the uh, just some like headphones, iPods to combat. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what I think is fascinating. Yeah. It's like we'll we'll just combat it with another song. Yeah, you know, so just okay, that Justin Bieber song's getting your nerves. How about this one? Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of the sad part of this is that there's really no bulletproof method to get rid of this. Yeah, people just sort of have to live with it. And uh, uh, Aziz actually argues, and every time I say his name, I'm still picturing Aziz. And sorry, but. Yeah, and um, you know. okay. but um, Aziz <laughs> believes that uh, that the, that uh, our use, our just excessive use of iPods and and Walkmans in the modern era, that it's going to make us even more susceptible to this as this generation gets older. Yeah, I kind of wonder and about the generation that. Before, I guess, because I mean, we've all we've always been bombarded by um, all sorts of auditory stimuli, right? Yeah, I mean, on one level, it's like I do feel like like iPods and Walkmans, it it, it allows us to just constantly just bombard our brain with the soundtrack. I mean, I know I am just, I constantly have music going unless I'm, you know, actively having to socialize with somebody. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm listening to a mix right now in my other ear. I'm only giving, I know I I was about to say, I can see your earbud. Yeah. (laughs) But, but you know, it's, it's so on one hand, yeah, I can say, yeah, a lot of people were listening probably to more music than you could have in, in recent ages. But I think people are music junkies. We've had music junkies for a while. I mean, yeah, you can, You know, there, it's not like you could only play a record player for an hour a day and you had to have like uh, a donkey moving the, uh, you know, powering the, uh, the turntable. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be kind of cool. Yeah. Or not. I mean, if you're a Luddite. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily going to increase incidences of this, right? Because it does seem to be something that has to do with hearing loss and just getting that part of the circuitry, um, sort of tripped up. But, 
to me, it's like, if, if anything, having more access to music is just another diversion, right? Yeah. And it seems like at the very least, you'll, you have, there's so much great music out there that we're able to, you know, find, uh, in so little time that at, at least the stuff that's going to be stuck in our heads when we get older is going to be really good. So. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Right. Oh, Justin yeah. Bieber. I'm, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. Is that 15 minutes? We're not actually timing this. I don't know. We might have gone over. If, hey, if we did, hey, bonus. You didn't even have to pay for that extra 30 minutes. Or that's right. Minutes or whatever. If you didn't, hey, that's that's a, another couple minutes to put on your favorite tune. Hey, speaking of uh, of, uh, of ending it here, though, let's uh, go ahead and jump on to the uh, listener mail. We had uh, a listener by the name of Nerf. Well, or at least that's his, I think it's his... Uh, He's his handle? The, yeah, I think he's a programmer, a program director somewhere. So um, it's, yeah, it's his handle. Okay. And uh, he says, hey, Robert and Julie, I enjoyed your podcast on swarm psychology and intelligence. Uh, and then he goes on to point out uh, uh, something that uh, that he thought really contributes uh, to the conversation here. And he says, there's a naturalist philosophy called the Gaia principle. Part of the theory is that at a certain point of human population growth, if I recall, recall correctly, 10 billion, the humans of the planet will function together as a single higher organism. The planet thinking is one, with humans acting as brain cells of a unified mind. On the surface, that sounds far-fetched and mystical and awesome. <laughs> but if you look around at the world we live in today, it seems to be the direction we're going in. Things like trending topics on Twitter, RSS feeds, and even outsourced phone banks might make it seem a lot closer to reality than it would have only five years ago. As we pro- approach 10 billion, doesn't it seem like this is slowly becoming a reality? So I it's a very good question, right? Yeah. I mean, we've it, this the population is unprecedented, right? We know it's just going to grow exponentially. So, does that change the way that we behave as a species? Hmm. Future thought. Yeah. There you go. So, hey, if you have uh, any kind of uh, cool tidbits to share with us about the past podcast, and indeed, if you have any personal experience with musical hallucinations or anything similar. Um, oh, God, please tell us. Yes, please tell us because yeah. we'd love to. And, you know, and if you want to remain anonymous on any of these things you send us, just make a note about it and we're, we're happy to uh, retain uh, uh, your secrets for you. I mean, we'll share your secrets, but we'll just, we'll just won't tell them, tell everybody whose secrets they are. You can always share your secrets with us on Facebook and Twitter. And that's Blow the Mind for both of those. And you can also email us at blowthemind at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. To learn more about the podcast, click on the podcast icon in the upper right corner of our homepage. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.
Com. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.